so it's the 12th of June day 712 of lockdown and I would love to talk to you about David Boreanaz spin-off Angel I would love to or even I uh, saw a video earlier today that made me cry a lot which was um, the video of Robin the, the singer dancing uh, in isolation to her own song uh, dancing on my own which is 10 years old now which is that's a song that uh, was adopted very early on by the queer community uh, Robin herself is not queer but does present as sort of gender non-conforming and also has singing songs about being an outsider and about loneliness which a lot of queer people can identify with <laughs> I'd love to talk about that I'm going to talk about um, all of these sort of uh, LGBT sort of uh, like club nights. I really want to go to like an LGBT like club night once all this is over and once we're able to go out to clubs. I'd love to go and dance to some queer music and meet some queer people and live that life. That'd be good. I'd love to talk about that. I can't because there's only one thing going on in my head at the moment uh, yeah. this week has been so hard and it's literally because of one woman that's the thing that's getting me Like I've tried to move past it and brush it off, but I thought I was like I said what I said on Monday. That's all I need to say. But it's not. I don't think it is, because J.K. Rowling is. JK, I was talking to someone earlier, and I said that J.K. Rowling has has broken the world, or my world, I guess. Uh, I said that she um, <clears throat> I said that she had sh she had shattered me I meant I all I've been trying to do the past couple of weeks is focus on being a good ally uh, to the black community I've been doing doing the reading, doing the work you know, like celebrating alongside the black community as strides are made commiserating when stuff is just still left, like Breonna Taylor's killers are still out there and the news cycle is moving on and it's not just moving on naturally in the UK it's moving on due to like nonsense of oh they're trying to ban TV which is not that's not what any of this is about or J.K. Rowling coming in and deciding that this week 
of all weeks is the week that she um like just opens it all up. I don't think it's a coincidence. I've said this before. I genuinely don't think it's a coincidence. J.K. Rowling has said nothing about Black Lives Matter <laughs> at all, which is actually almost impressive. Instead, like I said, over the weekend she sent out some tweets, including including, and I cannot say this enough quote tweeting someone who had like 450 followers in order to sick her 14.5 million followers against her and that wasn't a trans woman that was a that was a, a, a cis ally <laughs> just just so you know the kind of people who JK is meant to be standing up for right she's standing up for women as she sees them and a situation today. Okay, on Wednesday, if you don't know this somehow, uh, J.K. Rowling, I think it was on Wednesday, the taste of the taste this week has been. Uh, this week has been rough and has stretched out over infinity. <laughs> At some point this week, I think Wednesday, J.K. Rowling published an essay. It is 3,600 words. And I say an essay, it doesn't say any sources. Uh, so I think she calls it an open letter, which is a way of uh, making it, just allowing her to say whatever she wants. In it, she presents some incredibly boilerplate, boring transphobia. And there's already threads online explaining in detail why it's transphobic. And it is. Uh, she doesn't mention trans men except to say that she supports them because they are women. A thing that she says, which is really fucked up, especially considering this started because she disagreed with language that was inclusive of, tra of trans men. Doesn't mention non-binary people at all. She uses ableist language to assume that people who are autistic can't make choices for themselves. Uh, which is always fun. Always fun to see. You see that for a lot from transphobes. Um, like, there's just so much of it that I can't get into. I read the whole thing. <laughs> I read the whole thing. I knew what it would be. And I read the whole thing. Because I wanted to be informed. Know your enemy, as they say. And this is the thing. I can't restate this enough. J.K. Rowling has 14.5 million followers on Twitter. At the most generous estimate 1% of the population is trans that is a that is by far the most the most uh, and that's like in uh, in like America and in the UK right that's the, the averages are almost impossible to figure out right but if that was the case that would be it 
1% is the upper limit, right? Which would mean there's only 7.8 million trans people in the world, right? Which means that J.K. Rowling has twice as many followers as there are trans people in the world. At, like, at most, probably significantly more than that, right? And yet, for somehow, trans people are the the all-powerful group, right? <laughs> trans people are the oppressors in this situation, somehow. I don't understand how that's possible. A multi-millionaire with 14.5 million followers is the oppressed. compared to the, the entire population of trans people who famously are more at risk of uh, being victims of a violent crime, of a sexual crime, than pretty much anyone in the world. But the worst thing, and this is the thing that I can't get my head around, that I can't deal with, that my brain is struggling so much with. She also used this uh, open letter as a space to uh, op be open and honest about uh, the domestic abuse that she had suffered in her first marriage. I'm not quite sure how these two things are linked. She tries to, she links them by this thing of talking about how she, like, how refuges, women's refuges should remain, remain in the very common single space, single sex spaces to, in order for people to recover. She also, in, in that paragraph, talks about how uh, if a trans person had been assaulted, as if like this is some sort of like logical, like some sort of some sort of like um theoretical thing, instead of a reality for most trans people, like for a lot for not most for a lot of trans people. I can't, I don't have the numbers. I'm not an expert in domestic violence. I don't, I don't know. Sorry that I got defensive there, but people keep asking us to know. <laughs> um, like, I've seen so many trans people and allies just sort of go, look, you can't just, that, like, just trying to be supportive and just be, like, shouted out by, do you have the number? I was like, I don't, not on hand. Uh, I'm just trying to live my life. I don't have, I'm, I, I don't. Trans people are expected to be an expert in crime figures, in prison reform, in the law. Because we have to advocate for ourselves all the time. And if we get anything just slightly wrong, then we are taken off the board, you know? We are no longer worthy of debate. And that's all there is constantly online, is this needling of 
prove this, prove this, prove this, prove this, prove anything. And people do. People show up with the stats. Like amazing humans show up with the stats and are ignored because it doesn't matter. It's not about providing the stats. It's about hating us. That's all it's about and it's all it's ever been about. So J.K. Rowling uses this time to come out as a survivor of domestic abuse. And I don't... I've had friends who have been in abusive relationships. I luckily have avoided any like physical abuse in any past relationships. I'm, I, I know that that is a privilege. But I also know that has nothing to do with trans people. Like nothing. It's such a wild red herring. It feels so calculated. And that sounds, that's a hor- I feel horrible for saying that, but I can't, it, it's like when Kevin Spacey uh, was apologising for sexually assaulting people and came out as gay. Like, to me, it's like the two things are not connected. You know, like they're just not connected. No matter how she tries to connect them, the trans people using shelters doesn't stop women, like cis women, using shelters. That's unless they are already transphobic, right? I can't. This is so complicated and it's so messy and it's deliberately so. I woke up at a point today, I felt like, okay, because then this happened today. Today the sun uh, had a front page uh, headline of her abuser, which is horrific, absolutely horrific. Like, how fucking dare they? You know, how do I, I don't care who, I don't care who that's aimed at. That's a horrific thing to do. You know, I can't imagine being a survivor of abuse and going to the biggest newspaper in the country is showing, is literally printing a taunt from your abuser. That, that's horrific. What also done is created this wild guardian knot of hate where I keep seeing people including Joanna Cherry my own MP saying the people who were criticising JK Rowling's stance over the week are responsible for this tsunami of hate or this wave of hate I've seen it written that both those ways multiple times that led to this headline in this front page And that's, that's what broke me today. (laughs) That's what broke me today. The fact that twice now, 
a woman's experience with domestic violence has been used as a stick to beat trans people with and it won't stop any Jackie Rowling has 14.5 million followers there are people who have never considered any of this who have been privileged enough to have never questioned their own gender identity to who claim they don't know any trans people uh, they will who are being confronted with this for the first time now and this is what they're saying and it's seem like you say it seems so calculated and Jeff and it's all like and Jackie Rowling brought the, like brought <laughs> like she started this and she didn't have to I have been using social media extensively over the past couple of weeks to follow Black Lives Matter and to find real news, to find the, like, the news that is not being reported by the real news, right? That's been a hugely important thing for me and for our allies to help boost and share like black voices in places that they aren't, wouldn't normally be, right? Because the media is dominated by white voices, the newspapers are dominated by white voices, so it's been really great for people that, that the social media and this new forms of media are there to amplify voices that are usually not heard, right? But I can't, like today I had to just switch off of social media. I don't know if there's actually been any changes in And anything, if anything's, if, if things have changed, if things have moved forward. Because whenever I go on, all I see is people debating me. And I've had, like, people, friends have been, have contacted me. People who I've not talked to in ages have just contacted me say, checking if I'm okay. And, like, that's great and thank you. But it's also just constant. It's constant. She's... She's that... If I say anything, like usually when you're a trans woman, if you speak out and get angry, uh, that is evidence that you still have um, male violence within you. Genuinely, that is, that's what was used, right? So trans women are often very angry and online that can sometimes come out as uh, very aggressive language, which I don't condone generally, but I understand, right? And so we're not allowed to get angry. Trans people are not allowed to get angry. Or trans women especially are not allowed to get angry. And if trans men are angry, then they are they're traitors, right? Trans women are are are, aggr are aggressive male perpetrators of violence. Uh, trans men are traitors to the feminist cause. Non-binary people don't exist, according to transphobes. Never come up. 
never ever come up. I mean, I literally, I I, I can tell you for a fact that trans, that non-binary people exist, <laughs> obviously, uh, because I'm friends with many. Um, it's, it's just always seems like a very strange thing. Um, so we can't argue back. Uh, if we bring the facts, like I say, it doesn't matter, they'll just ignore them and move on. Uh, if an ally talks, uh, then they are branded either, uh, if they're, if they're, uh, if they're a cis man, they are branded as, uh, uh, uh as misogynists. If they're a cis woman, they are branded as traitors and attacked and attacked and attacked. So a lot of people don't stay, don't, don't speak out. It's been kind of amazing to see people who have spoken out this week. There's been so many comedians that I already followed who, uh, like, on Twitter who've spoken out, which is great. A lot of musicians who I love spoken out, which is great. Uh, several members of the Harry Potter cast have spoken out, which is great. But it doesn't matter. Because J.K. Rowling is a multi-millionaire with 14.5 million followers. She's a writer of beloved children's books that help shape people. And a lot of those people don't want to confront what that means. And a lot of those people I don't are using her now as a a way to just express some really horrific views. Her view, this is the thing, her views are really awful, right? But she tries to wrap them in this language of, look, I'm just doing this for, it's confusing as to who she's doing it for. Um, I don't, it doesn't like, it's written in such a way that it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm standing up for the victims here. Uh, Including including trans people and like I say that I can't parse that paragraph where she talks about standing up for trans people. I, it doesn't make sense. It's literally nonsensical. It feels a bit like she's uh, handing us a chocolate bar with one hand, while like just sticking a knife into our hand with the other. Um, I don't know. I'm not good at I'm not good at metaphors. That's a simile, not a metaphor. That's not important. But there's so many people who are not being reasonable in the wake of, or are not even attempting to hide their hate under reasonable language, and. They don't have to be angry about it. They get to be smug about it. Because they know that the deck is stacked against us. The deck has always been stacked against trans people. Always. And people talk about this powerful trans lobby. I've met the Scottish trans lobby. He's a very nice man. Because there's not a powerful trans lobby, there's individuals and small groups and charities, charities, 
and there's common decency. I don't know. I don't want to have to talk about this. I don't want to have to defend who I am. Every minute of every hour of every day is exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting. I just want to get on with my life and try and make a difference and not have 14.5 million people against me. When I first came out, I was talking to my brother and I, uh, I said how weird it was knowing that because I wasn't out, I wasn't publicly out, but I was like, I know there's a large proportion of the of the the world that hates me. Like they don't know they hate me yet, but they hate me, and that's a weird feeling. <laughs> that's such a weird feeling. And Mara rightly pointed out, he goes, "Well, if they got to know you, I'd understand. <laughs> but these are people who don't know you." Uh, like how do they how can they hate you? And it's like exactly. And fourteen point five million people. But she's the oppressed one. I'm not denying that she's been <laughs> oppressed for being a woman, of course not. I'm also not denying that I haven't been. <laughs> that I've been, you know what I mean? Like, these two things are not, to not cancel each other out. <laughs> Her experiences of domestic violence, which are horrible, do not cancel out the fact that she has been horrible to trans people. The son running a front page news story, which gives a platform to her abuser, doesn't have anything to do with trans people at all and yet it's being used against us by like I say an MP, a person in a literal position of power by a multi-millionaire with 14.5 million followers the power is on the side of people who hate me Right? I'm not crazy. So this whole thing makes me feel like I am. I have, I am shattered. She has shattered me. I can't think straight. I can't focus on anything. Because there's 14.5 million people being mobilised against me. And I'm not paranoid, that is what's happening. And it's so scary. And I'm one person. I think I have like 500 followers. And a lot of those are not active accounts. The deck stacked against us. The game is rigged. And it always has been. 
and I'd hoped that maybe we could change that. I'd hoped that people would dismiss JK's transphobic writings as nonsense, because that's what they are. And so many people, so many good people are. But it's not enough. And it just feels hopeless. And broken. So yeah. Stay well. Stay safe. Stay at home. Stay informed about everything. <laughs> Educate yourselves. And if you have, if you happen to have 14.5 million followers on Twitter, don't be a bigot. It seems pretty simple to me. Thank you. I'll be okay. My name is Mara Joy. Goodbye.